Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In a sudden flash, it all comes clear. It's a eureka moment, an epiphany. Hi, I'm Marcus Smith, host of the Constant Wonder Podcast. The world offers marvel, meaning, and mystery around every single corner. In nature, art, science, culture, history, we talk everything from bees and beetles to obelisks and asteroids. Experience the thrill of transformative encounter. We'll bring more wonder to your day. Listen to Constant Wonder wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to History Hack. If you didn't know by now, we are the revolution. That means we're sharp, witty, lots of fun, but it also means that we're essentially the peasants in Les Mis huddled round a table in the corner of the bar with no money. If you enjoy the show, please do support us. We have a Patreon account by which you can donate a small monthly sum in appreciation of what you're hearing. Alternatively, we have Ko-fi in which you can just do a one-off donation as a thank you if you particularly enjoy a certain episode. Either way, we massively appreciate all of your support. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another instalment of History Hack. Uh, this is People love this topic, don't they, Zach? They absolutely adore it. We're going right back to sort of carry on a story that we started with episode number one. Uh, but we focused on the main character in that episode. And we're not going to do that today, are we? No, the N word is in the house, folks. Um, nothing rude. Don't worry, we're doing Nazis. Yeah. Um, and particularly we're doing that point at the end where in some instances you just get to point and go, well, that yeah. went kind of tits up, didn't it? Um, doing yeah, the happy we, ending, basically, aren't we? <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the sum of it. We are talking about escaping Hitler's bunker. We will deal with that stupid, irritating, <laughs> cretinous myth. Um, in due course uh, regarding Hitler. But let's introduce today's guest. We are joined by Shord de Boer. He's a Dutch historian and author, and he's founder of hitlerpages.com. So a little um, link for you to go and follow up on there. He's also author of The Hitler Myths. So he's going to go down quite well with us. And crucially, Escaping Hitler's Bunker, which is what we're going to talk about today. Shord, welcome to History Hack. Thank you. So... Sticking this one in context, um, let's talk people, shall we? Who's in the bunker? Obviously, Hitler's in the bunker. That's, that's you know, we can have that one for free. Um, right. But there seems to be a, a procession of people coming and going. It's not like they're under siege in the bunker and nobody's able to come no, and go. No, no. Um, Especially not on the 20th of April in 1945. There, there are still uh, a few days they can travel around. So there are several groups. The first group is, is, is that are people that can come visit on Hitler's birthday. That was the 20th. He has to, uh, still 10 days to live. But uh, like, like guys like uh, Albert Speer, Hermann Göring, uh, Heinrich Himmler, but they leave after, vis- uh, after visiting Hitler and then Albert Speer returns one or two times. 
and the other ones the, uh, just leave. And there are other groups like uh, people that uh, have headquarters in Berlin, uh, like, like uh, uh, Wilhelm Keitel, Alfred Jodl, the, the general, uh, uh, marshal that ruled the, the army. And they come in to the bunker for briefings and then go back to their headquarters. And most of the people that lived around the bunker uh, had a room inside the right chancellery. Uh, that word is a bit difficult because I think it in, in German and in Dutch and in English, so uh, the, the Reich Chancellery, um, uh, 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 they had a room and some had also had a room in, inside the bunker. For instance, Rolfus Misch was the last witness who saw Hitler alive. He uh, had a working space uh, in the lower bunker. The bunker had two levels, the upper bunker and the lower bunker. And there he worked, he, he uh, answered the phone for Hitler. And um, uh, he uh, had a mattress down below when, it's, uh, when he didn't want to go upstairs. And down in, in, inside the bunker, on the lower level, was Hitler living with Eva Braun. Uh, Martin Bormann came around a lot. And uh, just one level higher was the family Gobbles, for instance. Uh, some generals, the children of the family Gobbles, lived uh, in, in, in the upper bunker. So it was a, a different uh, functions, different groups, different. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's one kind of pop culture reference that I just want to touch on here, which is the Steiner rant or Steiner. I think is perhaps the, the more correct pronunciation, which some folks will know because it's been parodied so many times after appearing in the film Downfall, where Hitler goes on this massive rant about um, the latest developments for. In terms of day to day, what kind of how well is the leadership kind of holding up? Is that a, a fair representation in terms of, you know, everything's falling apart, everybody's turning on each other and there isn't really any control um, and it's a case of, of people just looking for a way out? Um yeah, that's it's an interesting question. I believe Sir uh, Ian Kershaw wrote a, 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 a large book on it about uh, the the uh, leadership in the last days of the Third Reich, and he says uh, Hitler um, Hitler's charisma was the reason why they stick to it uh, uh, until the end. And uh, uh, leaders and Nazi prominence and army leaders uh, uh, could not prevent Germany from from, from going down. Uh, they didn't dare to. Um, Hitler, when Hitler said, "I don't want to negotiate with anybody," uh, other people uh, in the in, in the army didn't want to do it either. So um, uh, maybe uh, um, they wanted to, but they could. They couldn't do it. Uh, also because the Allied forces had uh, decided that they were not going to uh, negotiate with the Germans separately. So they couldn't. They couldn't do nothing. What, what happened was that, that um, uh, Dönitz and Keitel and Jodl, when they went out of Berlin, had one, uh, one vision. They said, for, in, in the East, we have to save as many soldiers and people as we can. So they fought in the East and they tried to uh, uh, do a little peacemaking without Hitler knowing it. Um, uh, and then save as many people, civilians uh, and soldiers uh, coming from the, from the East for the Russians, from the Russians. So that's what they did. But it was not, not very much more than that, I believe. Um, 
Uh, Goering did, by the way. Goering tried uh, to do something Hitler didn't like, and then he was arrested immediately. He wasn't even killed. That's uh, a bit strange, but I think Hitler didn't want him to be uh, in front of a fire peloton or something like that. So, so Goering tried, but he didn't succeed. So it's a fraught situation down there. Um, what really interests me is the array of people. So you've got everything from little kids, um, women, families, up to Nazi hierarchy, of course, uh, but then like functional officers walking about trying to work as well. So what are the living conditions like down there? Yeah, down there, uh, quite in, in the bunker, there was not much going on uh, in, in the beginning. Uh, they were quite safe there. Uh, Rovers Misch, I once met him in, in Berlin uh, when he was still alive, was the last witness of uh, Hitler being alive. Um, uh, he said it was quite um, dull down there especially in the, in the lower part of the bunker. Uh, some, when the briefings uh, uh, occurred, it, there was what, uh, some, uh, some action. And sometimes there, uh, when, you see, when you look at the downfall, you, there's almost al always something going on. It's uh, logical for a film. There has to be something going on. But uh, when the day uh, went on, with Rovers sitting on, the, on his phone, nothing happened for a great, great de uh, deal of the day. So, um, uh, but when you go upstairs uh, at the Reich's Chancellery, for instance, there was an emergency hospital. When it was at night uh, and bombs were falling on the roof, um, the, 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 the alley was uh, lying full of, of, of uh, sick people, wounded people, uh, people who uh, were uh, seeking shelter, uh, soldiers. And uh, then you see uh, he, he, the, the doctor that described it saw the, the ceiling, saw, saw the ceiling moving and he was afraid that everything would come down on everybody. So it, it was scary. It was, uh, it was dark. There was, a, there was still a generator working. Um, uh, but um, uh, the, 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 in the bunker, it was, it, it, the, the bombs couldn't reach the, the, the lower bunker and the higher bunker, uh, the upper bunker also. I was quite safe. Can I ask about the efforts to keep sort of supreme command going? Because there is talk at one point of trying to get Hitler out and yeah. in the process then fracturing overall command, i.e. if you send Hitler south, um, because Berlin's the point where everybody's trying to meet in the middle, then somebody's got a command in the north and, and Hitler ends up refusing. So... Uh, why why does Hitler make that decision? Is there this sense of inevitability? Uh, I mean, there should be this sense of inevitability, but is Hitler kind of clinging to some vague notion that some bolt is going to come out of the blue and, and save him? Why does he not take the, the pragmatic decision? Well, I, I can't read his mind, but uh, uh, luckily, maybe, I don't know. But um, uh, he said about it that... Um, he wanted to die in the capital and not in the south. In, in, the, in the south, and maybe somewhere, I believe it was the twenty fourth. He said that he lost the war. He finally gave into that thought, and he didn't want to leave anymore. So he was ready to die, I think. And and everything was coming apart. He he, he could have gone to the south, 
uh, around the twenty the twenty first uh, of, of of April, it was possible still, but he he didn't want to go. And if he went, he still was surrounded by the Americans there. So um, what would happen? He he, he could only uh, postpone it for uh, for a month or two when he was lucky. So I understand why he didn't. He, he was fed up with it, I think. But die he did. Um... Let's just clear it up once again for Luke's sanity more than anything else. Hitler yes, please do. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it because yeah. uh, he died there and there's no question about it. Uh, the, the thing is that, that uh, the, the, the myth started with, uh, um, no, actually not with the general, but with Stalin. There was a general who said that a, 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 a Russian general who said that they had the body of Hitler. And they, they, they took it to a, to a place uh, north of Berlin together with Ava Brown's arrest and, uh, and the family Goebbels. And then Stalin said, no, 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 you can't, can't talk about it because Hitler is still alive and the, the Western allies have taken him and uh, 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 he's in Spain. Uh, and there the, the, the myth started. And it's logical for, for, uh, for uh, uh, a dictator to do so because he needs an enemy. You see it today, you see exactly the same. You need an enemy and he needed that enemy because he, he, he won the war. What was that to do at home? He still, Hitler, when Hitler was still alive, he, had, he still had an enemy. And he had two enemies because, uh, no, more enemies than that. America, Great Britain, uh, Canada. He had a lot of enemies then. So he was still strong at home. Uh, uh, that's that's how it started, but there is no uh, uh, um, doubt in my mind that that Hitler was that was that. He, he a, a French team of scientists uh, just uh, three years ago went to uh, Moscow when it was still possible uh, to go there, and, and they uh, saw the jaws of Hitler, and uh, it was it was the jaws of, of him. They they could we have all the the. the uh, um, uh, uh, material of the dentist of Hitler and the dentist of Hitler ha had already said in, in, in 1946 And he saw them. He saw the bodies of uh, Adolf Hitler and Eva Brown being taken upstairs, and uh, they were burned. He, he didn't go upstairs to see, watch them burn, but he saw the bodies, and they were dead. So for me, there's no question about it. I mean, the other point is that you can't move Hitler any significant distance. This idea that you're going to stick him in a submarine somehow and cart him off to Argentina, he's in such a fragile state in terms of his dependency on various drugs and medically he's in such a bad way i, I, think I mean he is genuinely the word i used to describe him on a tv program at this point he is a raging spackhead yeah i called him a crack addict when we did that myth busting episode yeah. he's on such a cocktail of drugs that you just can't take him anywhere because you've got to ensure that supply otherwise he's going to fall to pieces he's he's without all... his jaws without his jaws Without yeah. his jaw as well. <laughs> so that's hanging here, that's hanging down. His, uh, and he's missing part of his skull. You know, yeah. <laughs> these are these are fundamental things that you need to function. That, and then maybe there was a, a, a boat, but was Hitler in it? There's no proof of it. No, no, absolutely. So, shall we talk about who else doesn't 
leave alive before we, we move on to those who do and their escape attempts. So who yeah. else dies in the bunker? Of course, Ava Brown. And uh, in, inside the bunker, not very uh, many people died. Uh, the, the, the great drama is the drama of, of, of the, the Goebbels family. Not about uh, Joseph and Magda. Uh, I'm glad they died. But uh, the children, uh, their mother, it, it, it's a, a bit vague. But she was probably the one who killed her own children together with the doctor. Nobody, nobody was inside that room, so we think that's the case. But the children were murdered there, and, and that's a great... Uh, when, I, when I watched that movie in, uh, years ago, I, I, I already knew that it was going to happen, and then you, you heard the people in the back uh, were very emotional at that scene, and I believe the, the, the woman that played that role was also very emotional after playing that scene. So it's, it's a big drama for the children, um, and there were some generals that killed themselves inside the bunker, and that was it. Most of the people just wanted to get out. So that was the case, I think. I think, how did the ones that do survive, how do they react when, you, I mean, you've got dead Hitler on the floor, things are not going well. What's their yeah. response? They just went to work. Yeah, right. Like uh, uh, Bormann, Gunther, and Linge. There was Linge was the the, 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 the you call it a chamberlain. I, I, he, 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 want, he who could go inside the, the, the room. So he opened the room. He saw that they were dead, and they had uh, uh, Hitler had said to them, "You have to put you have to pull me out of the bunker, put me in the garden, and set me on fire." And that's what they did. And he had also one thing in mind. They had they wanted to get away. Uh, a lot of people had been waiting for it to happen. They were just, uh, they hoped it happened soon. And that's one side of the, the story. And, and the other side is, of course, the Third Reich uh, fell together at that point. So uh, uh, they might have been uh, uh, sad about it, but they had no time. They wanted to leave because the Russians were coming. And, uh, and that's, that's what happened. So there was no time to be sad. And uh, some people were uh, uh, in such a state that they killed themselves but the rest was ready to go. So those who are, who are still alive and who are significant in, in the Nazi high command, that they know if they get caught, only one thing is going to happen. What kind of options do they have at this point? Because then, you know, you're talking about, you know, plans being in place and people going to work. There must have been plans well before this point. The writing's been on the wall for really a, a few years, certainly a good few months, that, that, that there isn't any way that this is going to change. So, you know, what are the plans and how viable are those plans? Are these kinds of vague notions of, oh, well, there'll be a plane and, and everybody will get on the plane in some Noah's Ark kind of fantasy? Or are there concrete kind of things mapped out that we can go here and then X will happen? On the, on the 30th of April, uh, there was no chance to get out uh, uh, on, on an air, air, airfield. Or they were all taken by the Russian. But, uh, and, and you have the, the, the Obersalzberg Fortress, uh, when Hitler uh, had gone there, but we covered that. So, so that was a plan. There was a real plan that was already there uh, a half a year before that. So, but, uh, in fact, there was no real plan. Hitler had no plans. He was going nowhere. So uh, there were a few planes were, were landing nearby the, uh, on, on the boulevard. They had taken down the lamps of Albert Speer uh, so that the planes uh, could land there nearby the Brandenburg Gate. And, uh, uh, and that, some people would have 
gotten out when they uh, left early enough. But um, there, there was only one plan, and that was to leave the, the, the uh, for the people that were still alive, it was to leave the um, uh, chancellery, dive into the, uh, the, the tunnel of the metro, uh, and get away uh, as fast as they can to the north. In several groups, some say 10, some say 5, uh, after they gone, it was a big mess. So uh, uh, groups uh, 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 joined together, fall apart. Uh, everything happened, what, what you can imagine. Um, but uh, there's only way, one way out, to the north, uh, underneath the Friedrichstrasse, to the Weidendammerbrücke, to a neighborhood that was already crawling for, uh, with Russian uh, soldiers. So that was the idea. And then, um, uh, well, when they got there, uh, they were still too late. Some got away, some not. So talk us through specifically a couple of the escape attempts then. Who fails first and why? Um, uh, the group Monke uh, is one of the first groups uh, that left. And they went into the tunnel system underneath the Friedrichstrasse and it went right up north and, uh, until the Weidendammerbrücke. And there they, they stood and they saw that they couldn't get over the bridge. They couldn't get under, uh, uh, under the bridge, uh, under the river, because the tunnel system was, uh, there was a blockade made. So they chose to go a, a little to the left. There was an S-Bahn bridge. It's a, 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 a train bridge above the street, about four or five meters above the street. They, they chose that bridge, went over it and got... Uh, on the other side of the river, then they tried to get out of the of the neighborhood. They um, reached a brewery, and that's a famous scene in the, in, in the movie. And then they still were surrounded by soldiers, uh, Russian soldiers. Only a few uh, secretaries got away, left Berlin. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That's, that's the first group. Uh, the second group is more interesting. That's the, the, the group of Bormann uh, and Axman. Axman was the leader of the, of the Hitler Youth and Bormann was uh, secretary of Hitler. They also went in that, in that same uh, tunnel system, uh, but they made a, uh, made a mistake. They uh, went, uh, instead of going right to the, the, the bridge over the spray, they went east. And everybody knows that in the east, uh, from the east, come the Russian. So um, uh, they were wrong. They 
saw it when they came to the first station and they uh, ran upstairs, uh, went uh, went to the Friedrichstrasse, not in the tunnel, but uh, it was a bit dangerous, but they also reached the bridge. And then uh, they tried to uh, get over the bridge and there, a lot of things happened. Uh, there's a, there are a lot, a lot of Russians and they have already seen that the first group has been there. So they were shooting, there's uh, a lot of go going on and the, the Germans also have, have some, and brought some tanks to the bridge but because they, they know that uh, some people are trying to escape. But they, uh, they only reach one street, one side street, and then they have to pull back. Bormann and his group decide to take the same bridge the same train bridge over the spray and they decide to take the complete bridge towards what's now the uh, Hauptbahnhof, the central station of Berlin. And there they are captured by Russians. The, the war is actually uh, over in Berlin and they're uh, not very violent Russians. They say, you, you have to give us, uh, you give us uh, your weapons. They're very interested in the, in the arm of, uh, of Axman because it was a, uh, he had no arm anymore. He had a, a thing there. How, you, how do you call it in English? Um, and, and, uh, yeah. So so he uh, uh, so they, they they are talking about but but Bormann is is he was not that famous but he knew he was important in the in the Reich. So he started running and he ran towards a bridge and then it's uh, other things happen. I'll, I'll take a shortcut and uh, a half hour later they find him dead. He has uh, committed suicide. Um, so they fail to get out. Uh, uh, except for Axma, but we can talk about it. Um, and then there is Linge and Misch. It's a third group, same story. We also go that the same way to the north. And the interesting thing about this is that the, uh, the, the blockade in the tunnel is, is gone. Uh, they can go underneath the, 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 the river spray. And then uh, they go uh, uh, really... Uh, I think it's two or three uh, kilometers. Uh, uh, they, they go to the to the north, and uh, then someone is shouting from street level. There's a hole in the in the wall in the in the ceiling, and he's talking German. And he says, "You can come up. You can come up." So uh, Linge, the the man that saw Hitler's dead body for the first time, the, the first one who saw Hitler's body, and Misch, his telephone man, climbed up to see. The German man, but the Russian man with a gun behind him, forcing him to call them up. So they were also captured. A lot of them went to camps for about five to eight years. Some died in prison. Uh, in the book, uh, every person that plays an important role has, has an explanation about uh, what happened next. So uh, a lot of people failed. In a sudden flash, it all comes clear. It's a eureka moment, an epiphany. Hi, I'm Marcus Smith, host of the Constant Wonder Podcast. The world offers marvel, meaning, and mystery around every single corner. In nature, art, science, culture, history, we talk everything from bees and beetles to obelisks and asteroids. Experience the thrill of transformative encounter. We'll bring more wonder to your day. Listen to Constant Wonder wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about those who succeed, though. Um, you, you dropped a, a teaser about one of them already. Yeah. Talk us through their stories. What becomes the difference between success and failure here? Is it just dumb luck at this point? 
to be honest, everybody fails. And it's, it's, it, it, Germany was, was not there anymore. It, it didn't exist. There was a British own, you know, all the, all the stories. The, the, the whole Germany was, was American, Russian, British. So no one could get away. You could only get home. For us. Some people uh, uh, reached their home and were arrested afterwards. So um, uh, a, a great story is uh, the story of Axman, the, 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 the man from the Hitler Jugend, who was in the same group as Bormann, who killed himself because he, uh, he didn't see uh, any way out. But about 100 yards from, from, from Axman, you could go further north, uh, uh, just take a road there, and Axman did. And he uh, managed to get to, to, to Potsdam. He managed to get uh, uh, 100 or 200 kilometers of, uh, into the, the, the eastern parts of, of Germany. And uh, there he, 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 he went working on a farm. I went to the village to take a, a few pictures. I don't know if I had the real farm, but it, it, it was an old farm with holes in it. So I thought that's the farm for me. Um, and, and he worked there for, for months. And then he even crossed the demarcation line uh, between the east and the west once to get to uh, Western Germany, came back, uh, started to work at the farm, uh, talked with the mayor there, he was friends with him. And, uh, and then at last, he also get, gets arrested, but that's the the guy I I, uh, I follow until the end, and I think that's he, he got away pretty good. Do they think that it's viable in the long term, or is, is there this sense of they're coming in the end? You just enjoy what time you can get. I'm just curious, you know, why when he's that successful, does he not then try and take it further and get on a boat to somewhere else and just get further away? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really know. That's a good question. I, 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 I really don't know why why he didn't do it. Maybe uh, so, so, uh, No one's found you yet, so I'm just going to risk it and stick around here. Yeah, and then he, and then again, he didn't live in the in in the area where he came from. So uh, most of the time, they 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 went back to. Uh, Bavaria or the northern parts of, of Germany, and there they knew where the family lived, so they so they were arrested uh, 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 anyway. So that's what happened. But uh, well, there there are uh, several other groups who who got away in the in the in the in, in the first part of uh, of of the last week, the last ten days. They, they left earlier, like like uh, like Himmler and uh, what later became the Flensburg government. They had left Berlin much earlier, so earlier, so they had uh, really got away. But um, well, <coughs> you know the story. Maybe, maybe you know the story about uh, Heinrich Himmler. He was in the northern parts of, of Germany. Um, uh, uh, Flensburg is on the on the border of of Denmark. It became the British sector, and when the British had taken over everything, uh, Himmler was still there, and uh, Speer and Dönitz and Keitel and Jodl were also there. Uh, leading the last small part of Germany. And um, uh, 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 Himmler tried to get to the south then, but the British arrested him. Uh, he, he committed suicide in, a, in, an, in an office, of an, uh, in a British office at that moment in a, in a German city. The, the room where he committed suicide is still there. That's, uh, it, it's in a house in Lüneburg. And then uh, officers, uh, British officers, uh, buried him somewhere. No one knows where, um, because they wouldn't say it. 
and uh, they already have died, so uh, no one will know where uh, Himmler was uh, buried. I think it's a very good decision of the British yeah. officers. Um, and the Flensburg government was sitting there trying to prolong the war to get all the people from the east, and of course they were arrested. They were taken by plane to all the other Nazi officials, and uh, the party was over. I mean, they do the same thing, actually, with um, what remains of uh, Hitler and Ava Brown, don't they? Because the Russians, when they have the body, um, before they, they just take the, the top of the skull and, and the jaw and send that off to um, Russia, they, they keep moving the body every time um, they, they change the headquarters. And so basically, you know, Hitler sort of almost ends up being under car parks and, and things whilst <laughs> Russian headquarters moves from, from place to place. And then at the end, they dispose of the, the remainder um, of the body and nobody knows what remains. But I think it was definitely the yeah, smart there choice. There is a story about, about Hitler being the, some rests of, of his body, uh, the throne of the Schweinebrücke, the, the big bridge. So uh, maybe that's true. I like, to be, I like it to be true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the more the more grim his end, the better, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. What fascinates me about your book is the efforts you made to retrace these escape routes and following their footsteps. Because obviously, a lot has changed in Berlin. Um, large parts of it had to be rebuilt after the Second World War. So, how much of a challenge was it tracing these attempted escape routes? Um, you put a lot of work into trying to photograph them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the worst one was a little mistake I made. Uh, maybe not. I, I, I was right. I was looking for the brewery where the, where the downfall ends, you know, where the, the place where, and it still exists. Um, uh, but I didn't know it. So I, there are in, in, in that part of the city uh, uh, two or three breweries, old bro breweries that still uh, are the same as, as, as they used to. And I was looking, I have spent uh, two days uh, finding three possible routes. And then I chose one to be the, uh, to be the most possible route. And then I already had ordered my, uh, a book from uh, one of the witnesses. And it came the next week. And I opened the book. And what was in it? A map of the, <laughs> of the route they take to, to, to the brewery I had chosen. So I was lucky uh, that I chosen the right one, but all the work was for nothing. Um, it, it takes a lot of time, but I, I, I've been busy with the Hitler uh, uh, pages for uh, years now. So I know a lot of uh, locations in Berlin already. And I'm, uh, I, I learned to, to read the map. And one thing that is, that is in, in, in my advantage is that the roads remain uh, mostly the same. So you can always find, uh, uh, when you look at a certain corner, for a certain corner, you can find it back because both streets, maybe they change the, na change the name, but you can find that back. So, so that's not the most difficult thing. What, 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 what's a pity, of course, for, for an historian or for, for someone who, who's interested, is that the Reich's century is not longer there and that the government's district is, 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 is gone. But when you then look at some locations you you, you find back that uh, uh, remains of the of the villa of Göring are still there um, uh, when you're in time now they're busy removing them but um, uh, so so you can all uh, quite easily 
put some time in it and you can find it back. Uh, I would suggest look, just look at the Hitler pages. So uh, all, the, all the exact uh, locations are, are mentioned uh, uh, quite exact, uh, exactly. But yeah, well, uh, it, it, it costs time. It took me years. But it's very nice to do, exactly, uh, uh, especially for this book, because in, 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 in it was a time of Corona and all the, like, and, and I, in, the, in, the, in the summer, I could go to Berlin. Uh, so I, um, I, I, I went to Berlin by car. Then I rented a bike on a nice sunny day and I could, uh, and there was almost no, no public in Berlin. So it was easy to make pictures everywhere. Uh, the, the sun was shining. I had a great time. Saw some great uh, new buildings uh, and, 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 and uh, locations. So it's still rewarding. Yeah. Your own form of escapism in the middle of COVID. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then you come. Uh, 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 what, what was nice was uh, I, I, I went to uh, uh, General Chukov's uh, office. It's, it's just a house somewhere in Berlin, near Tempelhof uh, Airfield. Um, uh, and there was a, a man in front of it, a, a, a guard. It's still necessary there. I don't know why exactly. But he saw me and he saw why I was there. I said, come with me. I'll, I'll let you look inside. So he opened the door. I could walk in. I couldn't go into the apartment because someone lived there. But he told me about the, 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 the tree in front of the garden. And, and, and it was still the same tree. And oh, well, it was very nice. You, you touched on something just a second ago, which I think is quite important just in terms of people and these stupid, insidious myths that they love to um, throw out there. Like, you know, Hitler's living on a secret Nazi base on the dark side of the moon. True people. No, he really isn't. Can we get real? Um, and the point that you made was, you know, this takes a lot of time to unpick. So in terms of those people who love to come at you with the oh but what about and you know they managed to dig up a photograph which if you squint and hold it up to the light it looks like um i don't know there's a there's a superimposed image of, of hitler's face upon it and actually it's it's a cover it's a deep cover and it's all a conspiracy and the cia are involved in and you think i'm making this up and i am but these are the kinds of nonsense things that get thrown out there i just want to give you the opportunity to let rip at them. If, if you could sit down with one of these people with a pint and, and try and knock some sense into their skull, what would you say? Oh, I, I, I've tried it a lot of times, but it doesn't work. When they're silly enough, you, you can't reach them. So uh, 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 the truth is just, uh, you, you're saying, I say, well, but I met Rogers Mish. He, he said, yeah, well, I met someone too, <laughs> they say. So you, you, uh, I, I just learned in, in the conversation about this, uh, this podcast that you have to make a joke of it. Yeah. And, uh, because <laughs> it, it doesn't work. Maybe someone, I, I don't say that, that everybody who, who has heard about it, the escape to, to uh, 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 South America is uh, as stubborn as, as, the, as, the, as the other one. I don't know. Most of the time, not. So, sometimes uh, people are really interested and just heard about that story. And then you, you, ha you have an entrance with, uh, in, in their mind. How, how do you say it? But um, uh, uh, a lot of times you don't have it. So uh, when, there's, when they have seen uh, uh, pictures, movies about it, 
You can't get it out of their minds. That's the worst. The, 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 a lot of things, the Hitler myth goes about, is, is about all those myths and, and all the things I, I, I discovered when I was working on my, uh, on my website. And, uh, well, you keep on talking about, uh, about that thing. But I, I, I'm a little fed up with it. Yeah. I think Luke Davis... Not, right. not now, but, yeah. but uh, well... <laughs> yeah, Luke's got it right. If you don't ever give them a sensible response to their nonsense, eventually they shut up and go away, I think is his philosophy. Yes, I thought that was great advice. I think, I think I'm going to use it. <laughs> you should follow him on Twitter because it's hilarious, um, especially okay. if he gets a relentless one that won't go away. Um, he's well-practiced, <laughs> well-practiced okay. on how to get rid of them. This has been absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much for coming on to have a sensible conversation with us about what went on in the bunker um, and how people did get away without delving into the hilarity of that. Um, it's been really good. Having seen Downfall, but not really going much further into the history than that, because it's not my bag, um, it's been really interesting to hear more about it. Thank you. When our guests join us to talk about their work and their new book, the 45 minutes or so they spend with us is just a taster of all their efforts. So to this end, we have launched our very own bookshop on bookshop.org where you can find our guests' latest and greatest books. You can support them, and you can support History Hack too. 10% of every sale via our bookshop supports the podcast and allows us to keep at it and bring you more amazing guests. You can find our bookshop at bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash history hack, or just search on bookshop.org for us under the shops bit. Thank you for your continued support, and here's to your next great book. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.